the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo! It's Friday night. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, the Friday edition. We have made it, babies. Made it indeedy. I'm super excited. I say that every night, but it's so true. I'm just always excited that I get to share this time with you guys out there. And um, the open of the show has a little ditty, some words like, it's all hers. Well, I guess it is hers if we're talking about the return of Ronna McDaniel. How do we get rid of this woman hanging around like the bad smell in the Seinfeld episode? Remember when Jerry took his car? (laughs) Jerry took his car in to be car washed. He couldn't get the smell out. And the smell was so bad, it got in Elaine's hair. (laughs) That's actually one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) And that's Ronna McDaniel. What, 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 she yeah, won't go away. She won't go away. And unfortunately for the... Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. We've got that to share with you guys tonight. We've got the release on video, caught on tape, kind of like an episode of Bad Boys. The Paul Pelosi camera footage has been released. We've got that to share with you guys tonight. Friday means Bob Walters here with the latest of what you need to know. Lots of breaking news this week when it comes to kids in schools. Got that to share with you guys. Today is National International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And gee, um, what a day for missiles to be fired into Israel. And I believe seven people lost their lives in synagogue. So we've got that to discuss with you tonight and, and extend our love and our prayers to our Jewish uh, brothers and sisters. Um, are we getting in, inching closer to nuclear war? I think the World Health Health Organization is, is trying to sell some post-nuclear medicine. <laughs> Maybe somebody needs to show them the, it's not, nuclear war isn't funny, um, but what's funny is the World Health Organization thinking anybody's going to line up to buy drugs from them at this point. Like, how stupid are they? Or how stupid do they think we are, right? I mean, they think we're going to line up to buy any drugs from them, particularly from a nuclear Armageddon. Didn't, didn't Maybe they need to Google the images of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, okay? Get away from me, World Health Organization, with your attempts to try to get more money out of out of uh, the world for drugs. But it is fr- getting it, it is getting a little frightening. What's happening with Russia and the possibility? Are you guys worried about the possibility? How real do you think the possibility is for a nuclear war? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Have I brought him my partner here every night of the week? Have I brought him in yet? It's DJ Potato Skin. Today, I'm proudly announcing. Six brand new initiatives to propel this new era of American energy dominance. First, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. 
Thank you, Mr. President. You know, Andrew, all I have to say is I felt a lot more comfortable foreign policy-wise with President Trump in the with in office. Anything the Biden administration does, man, we are on shaky ground. Yeah, we are. We're on sh- for so many reasons. We're on shaky ground because he's corrupt and he's using, you know, our enemies to line his pockets and his relationships instead of and he did that going back to his vice president days. We know that's a huge part about the Ukraine situation and the money laundering going on there. We also know uh, that that's, you know, um that it's also just the Democrat party. Trump was the first, I mean, de- who was it? Who was it who got us into uh, Vietnam? Right? Was it, wasn't that the same party that got us into the Korean War? Got us into the Vietnam War? And and I could make the argument and have that uh, George W. Bush is a Democrat and he dragged us into Iraq and Afghanistan, and we, in which we've got nothing after twenty years. So Donald Trump was the first president, I think, in decades that did not take us into battle. He was feared. He, he was from a respect level. Well, first of all, he he recognized the fact that there was no need for us to be to be going into wars in which we had no mission. We had no we had no um, reason to be there. And even if we thought we had a reason to be there, like in Afghanistan, even if you thought we had a reason to go in Iraq and Afghanistan, we had no we had no definition of a win. We had no we had no exit strategy. Nobody could identify what the mission what the mission was and what a win was going to look like. You don't go into battle until you say here's the goal and how are we going to get to the goal right and then once we get to the goal how do we get out we didn't have any of that which is why 20 years went by a lot of treasure a lot of lives lost and then only to have it go down like it did with 80 billion dollars worth of our military equipment and 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 things like tanks and and beyond that are now um, being bartered between the Taliban and Russia and yes Trump was feared because they knew that he didn't really have he wasn't emotional about it, and it, it, it was about it was about business. It was like he was business like about it. He was almost Michael Corleone about it, right? It's not it's not personal, Sonny. It's 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 business, right? And he wasn't going to take us into a war unnecessarily. And well, he, and kind of like Reagan, I mean, from a different perspective, like you just mentioned, peace through strength. Yeah, it was peace through strength, and it was about not being stupid. It was also about, um, you know, being strong enough to say, you know what, we're going to use the mother of all bombs like he did. He used the Moab over there, knocked some people out, got rid of Soleimani. How were we there for 20 years, and nobody took out Soleimani, which was Iran is number one in the world state sponsor of terrorism, and Soleimani was their number one dude. He was, he was, so he was responsible for so many of the deaths that our Americans faced in in skirmishes around the world, as well as the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan so um, I'm not honestly I'm not that I'm not sitting here I feel like there's a lot of hype around whether or not we're going to be at nuclear war because one of the things that we always had in our back pocket which still makes sense with Russia maybe not as much with Iran but the idea of mutually assured destruction right that's one reason why Russia never never put you know pushed the button on us because they knew they'd be wiped out. And Russia is not particularly the oligarchs over there, as obviously by this you know former Russian hoaxer FBI guy who just got indicted um, for his role, his treasonous role, by the way, in helping a Russian oligarch Depersky or whatever his name was. 
Um, those Russians, man, they, they're all about making money over there and having power. They're not like these ideologues in Iran that, you know, they're, they're the ones we got to be thinking about where mutually assured destruction doesn't matter as much to them because they think that they're going to be met with, what is it, like 29 virgins or something if they martyr themselves for the cause. So, you know, they're like, okay, cool, you know, mutually assured destruction. Okay, yeah, we're, we're down for that because we think we're going to be rewarded. All right, so speaking of rewards... Can somebody explain to me how the least successful, biggest failure I've witnessed in my lifetime as somebody in a position of leadership, somebody who's not only a failure when it comes to actually winning, doing her job, winning elections, is actually doesn't represent anybody that I know out there in the Republican Party or certainly MAGA who don't want her. Don't respect her. Anybody who's followed her on Twitter knows that she she makes Mitch McConnell look like MAGA. Okay, all she is, Andrea, is full of excuses. She is full of fundraising. That's all she's that's all she's capable of doing is lying to raise money like she did after the 2020 election, raised four hundred million dollars under the false promise that she was going to fight the election fraud that took place in 2020. And then didn't spend a dime on it. Well, she spent a little bit on a firm in Pennsylvania, but it didn't have anything to do with defending Trump in the in the 2020 elections. And then during the in January 2021, during the runoff in Georgia, they was all out of retreat. She has spent more on her hair and her glam than most families spend on an entire life. And I'm here to tell you, you've been overcharged, Ronna McDaniel. To think that she was, that we've got, and by the way, it's so symbolic. It's so symbolic that the boots on the ground, the grassroots, the real Republican Party, which is us, the voters, didn't want this loser, didn't want this failure, didn't want this establishment hack who spits in our face, who had the gall to attack Harmy Dillon, as well as the gal we had her on the show from Town Hall, she, Jennifer uh, Van Lar. She had written this. She written this scathing. Uh, you know, I, I can't even call it an opinion piece. It was a report about the gross amount of money Ronnie McDaniel was, was was spending. And McDaniel acted like she was the victim here because the amount of money that she spent, which didn't go to campaigns, it went on hair, went on makeup, it went on party favors for donors. Right, that's where it went. I spoke at a Republican group the other day. Show of hands, only one person put their hand up for Ronna McDaniel. Nobody else wanted her. Everybody else wanted Harmeet. And yet of the 168 voting members, 111 re-elected Ronna. Evidently, they love the stench that was in Seinfeld's BMW that he couldn't get out. He had to sell the car. Remember he had to sell the car skins? <laughs> Evidently, they just love the stench of failure. They love it. We need to make, we, and now we need to be looking at how we can impose some miserable failure onto the Republican Party in the form of, you ain't getting another dime, Ronna McDaniel. Oh, she's in office? Yeah, we're, we're not giving you any money. Well, the RNC, you, you, I hope you send me a fundraising letter to my email. They stopped doing it a while back. What do you I think you do with it? I don't get the text messages anymore. Well, because probably my, their little email burst into flames when they got my responses. <laughs> um, but this is just absolutely shameful. And I tell you something else. I'm really disappointed that Trump backed uh, Ronna McDaniel. 
Trump's got to get start doing a whole lot better for me. I know he's 35 points up in a recent poll that has to do with with showdowns going in 2024. But but his personnel choices and his loyalty is such an Achilles heel that, quite frankly, until he starts to do better, I got to look around. I got to look President, around. If you're listening to the show by some chance, look at the people around you. You're not doing yourselves any favors. Right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Disaffected Mike's waiting on the line. I can't wait to hear what Disaffected Mike has to say about Ron and McDaniel. Can he wash that smell out of his hair? That is a great sign. I have to watch that Seinfeld episode this weekend now. It's just too good. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know who else tells it like it is? Friend of the show, Disaffected Mike. He doesn't call in that often, but when he does, it's always it's always an ear burner. And I can't wait to hear what Disaffected Mike has to say. Oh, he's already told me. It's on point. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about the return of Ronna McDaniel, the smell that won't go away. Hey, Disaffected Mike. Hey, Andrea. She's like the Sith. You know, it's just the return of the Sith. Honest, I swear to God. There's one word that, there's, or there's one monetary figure that, because you asked, what, one word, but I'm going to give you one monetary figure of how she got reelected. It's called a billion dollars of fundraising that she's done while she's been an RNC chair this year. That's how she got reelected. That entire RNC uh, office is, is, again, in another Star Wars uh, parlance, a hive of scum and villainy. Those people God, I love you, Mike. That RNC, that, that 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 those guys, that entire organization is is rotten to the core yeah. of nothing but lobbyists and grifters and 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 glad handers waiting for her to dole out money mm-hmm. um, uh, to their to their causes, whatever they may be, and not putting them and not putting that money where it needs to be, which should have been in those congressional races and those Senate races. That would have made a difference mm-hmm. instead of chastising guys like um, uh, McConnell for dumping $10 million, okay, redirecting $10 million of campaign contributions to Alaska, mm-hmm. to, you know, to, for his friend Murkowski. Yep. Okay. Pulling money from Blake you know, Masters, pulled money from Blake Masters, from which was winnable. Right. Same, same thing as Kerry Lake totally and winnable. put it up to Murkowski. Yeah. And right, the right. and the and the Republican Party is now backing. I don't have time to get into it. But that ranked choice voting that is just absolutely completely destructive to our election system and pretty much ensures exactly. that we'll never get another MAGA candidate elected is yeah. something they want to now bring to Arizona. You're not going to get another conservative elected right. using ranked choice voting. It is that that whoever came up with that scheme should whoever invented it should be found and then and, and, and flawed and uh, put on public display for being nothing more for being nothing more than an anti-American piece of garbage. It's one man, one vote. OK, yep. in this country, it's or, or in this case, one person, one vote. You want to be politically correct. My vote counts for something as a citizen for nothing less. My vote counts for something. And when you start doing ranked choice voting or ranked choice selection of candidates, you're basically taking that vote and you're just flushing it down the toilet mm-hmm. because it's not secret. It's not secret anymore. It's all you're doing is funneling, funneling the most votes to the most person. And that's not how it works. Well, it's not how it okay. should work, but that's just all. No, there's just so many different ways in which the Uniparty is is seeking to uh, control the outcome of our elections and to rig the system against us. And you know, and Ronna McDaniel is a part of that. Disaffected Mike, got to leave it there. Thank you for calling in.
Appreciate it. I think now you know now, now you know why I'm disaffected. It's yeah. like this. Yeah, I got it. We're we're along with you. Maybe we need to start calling this the disaffected vacation. And Mike, keep calling in with the Star Wars references, my man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to make. Oh, that is that out. what that was? Thank the you. Sith? Is that what that was? Those oh. are the bad guys in Star Wars. Oh, okay, good. Thank you for calling, Mike. Appreciate you so much. Um, okay, so quote, uh, so Harmeet, one of the things she had to say today was, um, ignoring the will of the voters in your state is a good way to not get elected again. Uh, well, that is one area of power that we still have, but if they're controlling the outcome of elections and start doing crap like ranked choice voting, or if we, like, like what happened here, part of the problem is the reason why I talked about it last night, uh, when Diamond and Silk were on and they were like, no, we did have a red wave. Well, we, we, we didn't have the red wave we should have because of the Republican Party pulling money. Could have been huge. Could have been huge. They didn't like the, the MAGA candidates that were picked. And so they just didn't put their money on these MAGA candidates. I'm really disappointed because, um, uh, Harmeet would have, would have just done just a much better job. Okay. So finally, the release. Of the body cam footage at the Pelosi home in San Francisco. And it was bizarre. You and I watched it and it was just weird. It was absolutely weird. I mean, um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and play the clip. And it, it, and you don't get the visual along with it. But you but then we can describe the visual and, and we can share with you guys what we think was why our hinky meters <laughs> were, were, were chirping a little bit. Clip eight. Uh, how you doing? How are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is Sorry, going on right now? I'm not getting an answer on call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, um... It starts out by the cops are, you know, I mean, Paul Pelosi opens the door. He's got a cocktail in his left hand. He and DePape, or DePop, however you pronounce it, are, are both holding on to a hammer in their right hand. Pelosi, and the guy with the hammer is smiling. Right. And, you know, Pelosi um, says, hi, guys. And cause the police... Uh, 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 Say uh, the the police are being criticized today that they didn't jump in and stop this guy from hitting Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. But if you're watching this video and you're a cop and Paul Pelosi is in a dress shirt and boxer shorts, it looks like holding a cocktail, standing really close with this to pop dude who's in shorts and a shirt it, from from the from the cops angle at the door. You're like, what the huh? What's going on here? And it's like, what what time of day was this? What Was this like in the middle of the night? You're not going to jump in. So then, and then Paul Pelosi is the first to say, and he says, hi guys, if you're under threat at that point, you still got your hand on the hammer. Why wouldn't you have said to the cops, thank God you're here. I would have jerked away from that guy to let my hand off of the hammer and gone towards the cops. No, he stands back with the pap holding on to the hammer. So then um, DePap gets told to drop the hammer. He says no, and he starts pulling that, pulling away from Pelosi, um, backing up, and Pelosi keeps his hand on the, on the hammer, and then the guy um, loosens the grip from um, Pelosi, chases him, and hits him in the head with the hammer. Um, I, I just think, I think that 
I, I think it's absolutely bizarre behavior. I mean, you can see that he broke his way into the home. Mate, was Paul Pelosi on drugs or something? I, you know, if you are being held against your will, first of all, why you got a cocktail in one hand? And and, and, they, and they weren't. It wasn't like the doors open and, and and the cops see them wrestling over the hammer. That wasn't what happened. Dude wasn't letting a drop of his gin and tonic leave the glass. Didn't look scared at all. He didn't look scared at all. Hi, guys. Like, what y'all doing here? This is somebody broke into the home? I, I just don't even understand what happened. It just doesn't even make sense. And if I had been, if maybe he it w- was initially like a deer caught in the headlights kind of thing, the second that door opened and I saw those cops, I would have dropped my cocktail, taken my hand off the hammer, and rushed towards the cops for safety. It just, there's just something that just doesn't make sense here. It just, it's just weird to me. Weird. Um, in the end, do you think it matters? Do you think we needed to see the, the body cam footage? I mean, this has been like all over the news today, like major story for me. Um, it, it, it even, and then it, it even gets freakier that Nancy Pelosi supposedly wanted an exorcism uh, to have the Catholic yeah, Church. I don't think it was, it was consequential. No. Um, I don't like seeing somebody get hit in the head with a hammer. No, of course not. And that's terrible. Um, but something's just weird about the story here. And we're and we're never going to get to the truth of it. And it could be just something as simple as, as the fact. And, and I, I'm just speculating here. Um, Paul Pelosi, it hadn't been long before this, that he was arrested in a drunk driving incident up in uh, Napa Valley, driving his Porsche drunk. And he's standing there with a cocktail with somebody who broke into his home. It could be that Paul Pelosi is just a raging drunk and really was out of his mind and really didn't know what was going on. That's got to, that's a, that's a, that's a scenario I've got to be, I've got to be thinking. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our buddy, Bob. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Uh, during the break, I can see the footage of the beating that took place in Memphis. And I have not, I actually have, have not really delved into this story. Um, but it, it's looking pretty horrific on the behalf of these five police officers, of which were black, by the way, who beat this young man to death. So I think we'll save that story for next hour and get your opinions on that. But now the time belongs to Bob Walters because it's Friday and he's our education contributor and he's here to wrap up all the highlights of everything that happened this week. Not all of it because it's gotten to where it's so much that he just can't get, he can't get through it all every week, but at least he shares with you everything you need to know. Hello, Bob Walters. Hello. Nice to be here. Thank you. Oh, is that a cold I'm hearing? Yeah, afraid so. Oh, but it's only if I'm a good boy on the other side of this table. Yeah. (laughs) Now, are you just since you got the cold? Is there any chance you're going to not be going down to Antarctica next month? Are you still planning on going? No, I'm still going. Bob, I have been trying to stop Bob from going to Antarctica for years. Bob, go! I'd go too. (sighs) I think it's crazy to be going down, taking on that freezing cold conditions. But what what can I do? Bob, Bob's too. He's too courageous for me. I can't stop him. Um. Okay, so Bob, um, yes. before you get into your list for us tonight, I, I was a little critical of Trump earlier because I didn't like that he backed Ronna McDaniel for RNC chair, but he did make some comments about education that I want to play for the listeners and for you and get your response. 
Our public schools have been taken over by the radical left maniacs. Here is my plan to save American education, restore power to American parents. First, we will cut federal funding for any school or program pushing critical race theory, gender ideology, or other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children. We're not going to allow it to happen. I agree. Your thoughts, Bob, in response? Well, I think I think he's right on. I mean, I wish he had that slogan months ago, but he's he's got it right on the head. Yeah, he does. I I think that Betsy DeVos could have done more, and it, it, I think that. The Republican Party in general, and Trump, Trump's hands were full with so much, particularly given the fact that for five years straight, you know, he was under the target of the a weaponized FBI and the DOJ. But the Republican Party tends to be different than you, Bob Walters. You've been seeking out and digging and, and under, uncovering and finding going back for for many years now the republican party tends to wait until it's so obvious till that till the toothpaste is out of the tube to do something about it i love that trump wants to address it wants to address it you know forcefully what i hope is that he'll lay out a more specific plan that involves uh getting getting rid of the department of education is really what i would like to see happen because we you know so many of our problems in this country education and beyond are centered on the fact that we have centralized power in D.C. instead of keeping it at the local level. Would you agree? I agree completely. Yep. All right. All right. So what do you got for us this week? Well, I got some good news first. Um, Texas Mass Resistance, which is a strong parent group, forces leftist school board to remove obscene library books, despite some teacher opposition and even a few students. This was in Houston. Good. they succeeded. They got rid of the books. Do we have any, Did in, in your research, did, were there any titles or is it just some of this almost, there's almost like homegrown porn that's being put in libraries today? Yeah. I didn't make a list of them all, but I've got a list in my office, but not with me. No. Okay. Next week, maybe you can share with us what some of those titles were. That's a great news story, though. Thank you. As kids' behavior reaches crisis point, many schools are facing pressure to rethink their policies that are aimed at reducing suspensions and other harsh actions. Even kids who attacked teachers were allowed to stay in the class after they did the act in New York. Clark County schools in Nevada decided a harder line on fighting physical alterations to avoid the policy or on restorative justice, as it was called. In fact, in, 19, in 2020, 21 states voted to go the soft, gentle approach rather than the harsh treatment because they felt it was focusing too heavily on the blacks. And uh, hopefully, I think the soft approach is ending because it just isn't working. Well, of course it's not working because, because hashtag human nature, right? Um, you know, how do you discipline is how you discipline in children and teaching them not only discipline, corrective, but, you know, correction. If they do something wrong, there's got to be consequences for action. While at the same time, you're, you're teaching them morality, right? And what, what it means, what good and bad is. And we've, t- we've taken all that out of society. And when there's no repercussions as a kid, um, then, you know, we, we also see it taking place in our streets today where, right? To where, you know, we've got the, the Fox News weather guy was beaten on a subway car and beaten to a pulp because he tried to help this little old man on the subway and every one of his attackers was just back out on the street. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's just disgusting. Yeah. And so, and so, the message you're sending to these kids is: you can just behave any way you want. It and it and it literally will continue to churn out savages onto our streets. And if they and if a kid can get away with attacking a teacher in a classroom, this is somebody that's going to think it's okay to beat up his girlfriend, or it's going to be a woman that thinks it's okay to beat up on people. We're encouraging and enabling a continued culture of violence in our country. And then if that kid shows up with a shotgun at 16 and starts shooting up people, then they go, oh, my gosh, gun. The Second Amendment's a problem. <laughs> I know. It's really pathetic. But I do think that the tide is beginning to turn. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot yet, but still. It is. Okay, Iowa just passed a law on school choice, much like Arizona's and West Virginia's. Uh, each family would be given $7,600 each year to go to any school they choose outside the public schools. That's a nice chunk of change. Yes, it is. For Iowa, that is. It's a good number. All right. Well, and, uh, yeah, it, it's um, – I'm now I'm thinking as we go forth with school choice initiatives – Depending on where you're at, the number needs to change. But at least if we can start with school choice and get that passed, at least it's a beginning. Yep. It is good. Yeah. I'm glad there, it, it's spreading in this country more yeah. and more. There's a lot of states pending to do it now. Yep. Okay. North Dakota schools have a pending bill which bans accommodations for transgender students, including forcing use of preferred gendered pronouns and other special attention such as use of uh, the sexual bathrooms of not of their gender. And if the schools violate it, this new rule of North Dakota, they have to pay $500,000 for a violation. Per violation? Yep. Wow. Kind of strong. Well, it's, it's bullying. It's bullying of the schools and bullying of the children through financial repercussions. Yep. And, yeah, there is no way... Ah, oh, that I would let my kid be in a school all day where he's forced to call a call a he or she. Yeah, or take a shower with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and after what happened in Virginia and Loudoun County, Bob Walters, where this girl was raped by a boy in a skirt, and the the school district's response was to send him to another school where he raped again. That should have forever ended any discussion of anybody, uh, any biological male identifying as a girl and using somebody else using the girl's restroom. But no, that's how crazy we are as a country that we're just continuing with more states going down this path. Yeah, afraid so. But anyway, we keep fighting on it. Well, that's what we got to do. Yep. And then you got Arkansas. They did something good. They got a bill that seeks to define the drag shows as adult-oriented only. Children good. are forbidden to be present, and they cannot be held in public places where children might see it. I love that. Where was this? Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. Razorbacks. Good job. That's what we need nationally. Yep. I love that. Good job, Arkansas. Then Indiana Senate just passed a bill which would require schools to notify parents if a child is authorized to use a bathroom not of their biological sex. They'd also be required to tell parents if a child has conflicted parents' uh, feelings about gender identity and if they want to change their name, their dress, and their pronoun request. The ACLU has denounced this as a law that's filled with hate, but uh, I'm glad it's moving that way in Indiana. Yeah. We got to get some of that out here in Cali. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if it happens here in Cali, it'd probably be OC first. I think Orange County. I think you guys are still probably the most conservative county left. On the rules, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, a GOP-backed bill in Oklahoma would fine drag performers up to $20,000 and spend two years in jail if they performed in front of a minor <gasps> with deliberate intent. I love that. That's oh, the best so far. That's in Oklahoma? Yeah. Oklahoma, where the wind goes sweeping down the plains. <laughs> now I'm in a really good mood. Now I'm really loving Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless your heart. Do you want to take a break? Go no, I'm all right. Okay. A blitz of new legislation is pending in Missouri that would really directly attack LGBTQ people as a sexual risk to children. These cover issues such as drag shows, stopping transgender men from playing in women's sports, and outlawing transgender medical treatments for anyone under age 18. However, some businesses are express their concern about this new harsh law for fear it might injure their business relations in other states. Which that's bold. Well, you know, you got to do what's right. How, yes. You got to do what's right. And how is it going to hurt your business interest if you're not going along with with you know perversion on children? Come on. Well, look how many businesses are, are laying in this woke way well, that, of life. Well, true, and big, and, and a lot of it has to do with these ESG scores, right? To where you know Standard and Poor's and Moody's rate you know co- corporations on the basis of their ESG, and that's why they started doing that so that they could control the corporations and and the, the politics within a corporation through money. Well, yeah. Well, then you got New Mexico. They passed something kind of special. They just proposed a bill. To chemically castrate any pedophile as part of the parole condition. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is Move it? Their male balls, and that's then they're allowed to go free. Okay. Um, is it painful? Is chemical castration painful? Uh, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I. Well. Uh, okay. Um, I'm all. I'm on. I'm all for it. Then I, I want it to be especially painful. I suggest it doesn't even have to be chemical. Uh, I, I quite frankly think that you sexually abuse a child and you should never come out of prison again. That's the way. I, that's the way I look at it. Dude, um, yeah. And if and if you are going to come out, I'm okay with it being um, it, it it being especially excruciatingly painful. I think it should involve a rusty knife myself and not chemicals. But that's just that's just <laughs> that's just how I think, Bob Walters. We are going to take a break now. You go get a little water, soothe your throat, uno momento, and then we will bring you back in just a few minutes. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Final segment of Hour 1 here on tonight's Friday show. Got lots, but don't, but stick around, because Hour 2, we got breaking news on COVID out of the UK to share with you guys. We've got Antifa making all kinds of threats about uh savagery in the streets as a result of the death of this young black man in Memphis. Much to continue to talk about next hour. But for now, we're continuing on with our dear friend, Bob Walters. All right, Bob, you, uh, you I appreciate so much you coming on sick tonight. You only have about 10 minutes left. What else you got for us? Well, let me go as quick as I can through the college crazies because there's a lot of them. Okay. All right. Con- Congress must ban Chinese money going to our universities and professors. Yep. So states Roger Simon, editor-in-chief of Epic Times. Pennsylvania University got $30 million in the past two years. Harvard got $93 million. And USC got several million, but they don't know the exact amount. Is it any wonder that our kids are coming out of these schools, 
is in a socialist mentality and left-wing radical nature. Florida did pass a ban on such uh, actions and money coming from China. It's not allowed. But that's Florida stands alone by itself at this point. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're buying up our farmland everywhere and, you know, controlling our elections in at least 32 locations with their election software stuff. I mean, why not buy up our, buy the minds of young people in our schools, right? That's right. Here's some news local for you. <laughs> okay. Here's some great news for Mexican students. San Diego will now pay for your college education, which averages $8,000 a year. And if Americans move to Tijuana, they can get the same deal paid for by the San Diego. What? School district, yeah. Pay the Mexican fee. And if a Mexican student wants to go to college in San Diego, they only pay in-state tuition, not out-of-state tuition. All kinds of benefits for people breaking and entering. Yeah, it's just uh, just pending. It's due to, due to occur any day, so it's something maybe you down in San Diego can look into. Yeah, I need to. All right. Wow. All right. In a show of support for Governor DeSantis, leaders of Florida college system of 28 schools vowed not to support or fund critical race theory in any school and to eliminate woke positions and ideologies. That's just a tribute to his leadership in that state. Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing a phenomenal job as governor. Still not sure I'm ready for him as POTUS, but that's another topic for another day. All right, San Diego City College program has also got another change. They're going to give out bachelor degrees after only two years of college and at a much lower tuition than you have with state college, state university. This was just approved and applies to 10 subjects that are now uh, not offered by the state universities and they were open to others that might come in the future well i mean there are associate degrees that you can get in two years but you're not supposed to be able to get a bachelor's degree in two years i mean what's next you know a three-day seminar over memorial day and you get your degree <laughs> i know i'm just giving you more work to do that in san diego yeah you are all right i'm getting homework from bob okay <laughs> from vanderbilt argues that math education is white and patriarchal, which limits queer and students of color from six. Louis Linia is an assistant professor of mathematics at Vanderbilt. That that mentality that math is racist is so stupid. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, and especially at Vanderbilt. I mean, it's not one of the Ivies, but in the South, it's considered pretty much close to it between you know Vanderbilt maybe and Duke and Millsaps. You know, so and they've but it just goes to show. Um, how how wokeism can infect every aspect of our society. That's true. You got Dr. Matthew Welch, a, an assistant professor of geology at the University of Alabama, my home state, mm-hmm. is resigning at the end of this semester over the school's inability to embrace freedom of exchanging ideas. He said, those who push climate change and the pending death of our planet are harming students' ambition, hope, and view of the world. He's been hampered to state his case, so he's leaving. Well, good for him because you know what? That's exactly what they're doing. It, they're in so many different ways. You look at the destruction and the despair that was heaped on the American people with COVID. So many, and I talked about it at the time. So many of the same tactics used to destroy your, to, to infuse panic into your brain, take away hope for a future. Um, have you walking around fearful to even leave your home? Same, same tactics, same thing with, with climate change. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, why would any kid ever want to work 
heart or have any ambition or or have any hopes or dreams for the future um, with their when they're being told that you know the planet's going to burn up in the next five years. It's so it's so mean. It's cruel. It is, and that's why they're not having kids. They're not getting married. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> A major state university, University of Texas, caved to student activists to push social justice starting in 2016, six years ago. Black Lives Matter was a major force for this, which has resulted in diversity, equity, and inclusion program, and to hold DEI training and workshops. It's still going on in the University of Texas, so that's another one we still have to battle. Well, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, move to Texas, it's so red. There's no place that's 100% red. Because there's every down to the tiniest little um, elected office and every aspect of our society, the left is working hard, especially in Texas. I mean, they would love to take over a a, a red state and make it solidly blue. They would. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. You got CRT related ideas are now found in 59 of the top 100 medical schools in the U.S. Unbelievable. CRT materials have ranged from outright denial that is being taught to claiming that the underlying ideas are key to creating an inclusive environment good for the medical students. I don't know how that helps you take better care of somebody's health. Well, well, it doesn't. I mean, how does how does talking about how America was it, CRT promotes the idea that all white people are inherently racist. America is an inherently racist country. Can somebody explain to me what that has to do with with knowing how to you know take somebody's blood pressure? It doesn't. No, and to hear that 59 of the 100 medical schools in the U.S. are doing it is pretty pretty sad, pretty pathetic. All right, wrap us up, Bob Walters. What else? A creative writing, writing professor at Columbia requires his students to list the race and gender of any character in the assignments he gives for creative writing, or they risk failing the class. He also required students to agree not to follow him on social media. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that's about. Well, who would want to follow him? He sounds like just a, a total crackpot racist bigot, right? I used I had to write so many papers when I was in college. And 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 I guess now you he want you have to label Susie, you know, of of I mean, and, and then what do you do? I I would be I would ha- I would have to be a, a, a smart aleck and have to say, well, Susie went to ancestry dot com and is eleven percent this and six percent this. I didn't I I would never have made it out of these schools today because I was too much of a loudmouth. Tell everybody about We the Kids. Yeah, We the Kids is a great organization. I encourage you all to reach into them, donate, and also just ask for materials to sow your kids. So they can get a good handle on America's history and founding, which they've got great materials and books for that. And it's uh, something they'll give you for free. So you look up wethekids.us to get all the information you need on that group. Well, Bob, you go get some rest and take good care of yourself. We appreciate you and love you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All right, guys. Now you guys have a great little three-minute break. And then you come back and join us because we aren't going anywhere. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.